Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at U.S. Uh, Eastern, 3 p.m. And on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. really stumbled through that, didn't I? Uh, this particular episode is brought to you by Luigi Jr. And if you want to watch the show, you can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to support the show, just like Luigi Jr. did, you can join the patron and get a bonus podcast. And in order to find that Patreon, it's patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Make sure that you head on over there, check it out. You get a bonus podcast. I just put out a new one this morning. Uh, It's all about Microsoft buying a bunch of dev studios. So make sure that you check it out. Um, Hope to see you over there soon. Let's jump right in. to the news for today and there's really there's not much news today today this whole week has been really really light on the news and the one news that we thought we were going to have to talk about we don't get to talk about it's really really strange so uh what exactly am i talking about well there was this story that uh, i posted right away and was very excited about uh and that was that blizzard had intended to add cross contra cross console play to Diablo 3 and in fact they were quoted as saying it's a question of when not if so that means that that we were hoping to see where you know my uh my buddy could be on his PS4 I could be on my Nintendo Switch and we could be playing the game together which would be really awesome uh another thing that I was really hoping for is whatever progress that I made on my PS4 version of the game, or even better, on my PC version of the game, um, would transfer over to the Switch so that I wouldn't have to start from scratch again. And uh, it looked like that that it looked like everything was coming up Millhouse, if you know what I mean. Uh, it looked like we were going to get that. It looked really good. Um, we had this story from Nintendo life that said that we were going to get it. Uh, but then, uh, it was either this morning or last night. Uh, we finally found out that, uh, no, we're not. And I don't know if one hand doesn't know what the other is doing. Uh, but it basically says that there was a quote, um, that said um the original one was it's not a question of when or, or I'm sorry it's not a question of if it's a question of when so it seemed like yes we we're going to get that uh but then blizzard uh came out with a new quote that says while we love the idea of bringing our players together across platforms we do not have any plans to implement cross platform play for Diablo at this time 
And I'm not sure how I feel about that. First off, well, okay. I think it sucks. I was, it's less than optimal as I try and get my kids to say, um, I was really looking forward to having that cross platform play. And, you know, I was really happy that it was announced that we were going to get it. And it wasn't just like, oh, we're working on it. It was, it's a question of when, not if it seemed like that the quote seemed so confident that we were going to have cross platform Diablo. Uh, that I was really excited for it. You know, I, I I love the fact that I can play Fortnite with my son now. He plays on PS4. I play on Nintendo Switch. I love that. I think it's fantastic that we have that ability. And it's not a technical hurdle. It's definitely something that is easily doable because Rocket League did it by accident at first. Um, it, hell, I think even Epic Games did it by accident when they first brought the game to Xbox and PS4. Uh, they had cross cross-platform play for a little bit. So it, it was never really a technical limitation, some kind of engineering feat that they needed to figure out. They, everybody's got this figured out. And um, Fortnite is the perfect example of, look, we've got it figured out. It's not really that big of a deal. Um, so if it's not going to happen, it, it, it comes down to who is getting in the way here. And I don't know if Blizzard's getting in the way. I don't know if Blizzard is saying, yeah, we don't feel like implementing it. It's too much work. Uh, we don't think it's worth it. I don't know if maybe it's Sony uh, getting in the way and saying, you know, um, we don't want other people playing with our things. But, you know, Diablo 3 has never had cross-platform play. So this would have would have been a new thing. So my guess is it's really has falling fallen on Blizzard to say the amount of work that is required for us to do it isn't really worth it in the grand scheme of things. I, I'd love to jump up and down on Sony again and say, oh, these guys are getting in the way. But, I, you know, nobody really knows what the reason is. But the fact that they said, wow, we love the idea of bringing our players together across platforms. We do not have any plans to implement cross-platform gameplay for Diablo at this time. That's that's bad. That's lame. It's not going to stop me from buying the game again because it's awesome. And being able to play it on the go is the perfect... It Like, the Switch is the perfect um, platform for a game like Diablo. It really is. That being said, all of that being said, if we rewind just a little bit to when... Blizzard posted that that light switch on uh, Twitter uh, and, you know, they kept turning it on and off and everybody was like, oh, it means Diablo's coming for Switch. The first thing that they said was, no, we're not doing that. That was the very first thing that they said. They said that we have no plans to bring Diablo to Nintendo Switch at this time. And it turned out that they were just full of beans and uh, unbelievable and, you know, they were just lying straight to our face, which I I understand why they do it. These companies, they they probably sat down with marketing and, and had a plan. And marketing said, if you want to get the best hype, then you want to announce things on this day. And um, in order to keep that hype ball rolling, uh, you know, tease it here and tease it here. It's very strategic. And I'm sure that they have more than a few psychologists that are helping them figure out 
when is the best time to make announcements and advertise things. So the fact that they deny that that anything's happening uh, when in reality, yes, they were working on on um, Diablo for Nintendo Switch. I understand why they do it. They don't want to step on the the all of the 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 roadmap that the marketers had laid out for them in order to make the game the most successful that it can possibly be. So I understand why they're doing it. That being said, I don't think that this is the quite the same thing. Unless maybe this is just one more thing to get more people talking about Diablo some more. So they, they leak a story. Hey, uh, it's a question of when, not if. Oh my gosh, everyone's talking about Diablo. Uh, and then, and then, you know, the, the, the hype starts to die down. And then they say, Oh, you know what? We don't have any plans for this at this time. So then the, 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 name Diablo in the collective zeitgeist of the internet's gaming forums or whatever, you know, it jumps back up again. More people are talking about Diablo and, you know, it's, it's well, it's, uh, it's a very common phrase that, uh, no news is bad news. What, uh, how does it go? There's no such thing as bad publicity or something like that. Uh, and even though this is bad publicity, it's still, people are talking about Diablo. So maybe when they come out and they said, hey, uh, we're uh, maybe when the game actually comes out, they'll 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 say, yes, we are working on it. Um, All I know is that it's it's not upsetting to me, but it's disappointing that we might not that we're not going to be getting this cross platform multiplayer and. uh you know, it turns out it was just a rumor all along. Uh, that being said, I'm still going to buy it because Diablo's awesome. And I had, I've had so much fun with it on PS4. I had a ridiculous amount of fun with it on PC. Playing it again is a no brainer. It's just a really fun game and it's the perfect game to take with you. Uh, especially of all of the Blizzard games, this is the one that you want to be able to take with you. Uh, so, I'm curious if uh, this development is going to affect whether or not you pick up Diablo 3 for Nintendo Switch or not. Uh, let me know. There's lots of ways that you can let me know. You can email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUNJUMP. You can uh, get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. You can join our community Discord at... Uh, uh, runjumpstomp.com slash discord. And speaking of our community discord, while I have that in mind, um, this is episode 250. And in honor of episode 250, I had a listener reach out and they said, Hey, Bill, we're going to send you a copy of Super Mario Party to give away to one of your listeners in honor of episode 250. And if you want to join that giveaway, the giveaway is live right now. It is going to go for seven days. So in seven days, you won't be able to, like, it'll it'll call the winner. Uh, and if you want to join that giveaway, it's very, very easy to do. Again, you're going to want to join our Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There is a uh, channel on the Discord called Giveaways. 
And in there, there is a thing about Super Mario Party, courtesy of Love My Ness. Love My Ness is the listener uh, that is sending it to me. Uh, now, keep in mind, it it is U.S. Uh, only, just because shipping it gets a little nuts to ship it to ship stuff to other places. Um, but if you are interested in getting a free physical copy of Super Mario Party, courtesy of Love My Ness. Join the Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Uh, go into that channel marked Giveaways, and all you have to do is click on the little party horn icon that's there. Uh, it tells you how to how to do that uh, once you're there. And then in seven days, the bot will say who won, and I will um, announce it on Twitter, and hopefully uh, the, the winner will get a hold of me, tell me their address, and I will I will mail out uh, their copy of Super Mario Party. So now that we have kind of gone from um, Diablo to Discord, I want to uh, continue uh, using one more segue to talk about Super Mario Party because I uh, I ended up picking up a copy of it and I sat down and played, my family and I, we all sat down and played Super Mario Party over the last two days, uh, you know, it's been really, really busy around here. So we haven't had a lot of time to sit down and, and hang out together. Uh, so after dinner, the kids got the dishes done. Um, you know, DK got in the shower. After his shower, he came out. We, we usually sit down and watch a show together. Uh, what we ended up doing on Thursday night was instead we sat down and we played Super Mario Party. And, uh, we we played 10 turns and we played five turns on Thursday and then last night we played five more turns. And, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about my experience with the game. I haven't tried the online yet. I haven't tried the multiple switch thing yet, uh, but I had a, a fun time with it. The the little mini games were 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 enjoyable. Uh, some of them used just buttons, and some of them used the motion controls. And uh, the ones that that used the motion controls had had those of us that are old enough to understand what was happening uh, laughing quite quite hard at uh, at the motions that some people were doing. Um, and I felt like the the ones that used the joystick and the buttons were varied enough that I I had fun with it. That being said, if you already have Mario Party on some other Nintendo platform, I wouldn't say that this is a must-buy for you. I, I definitely enjoyed it, and we don't have Mario Party on any other platforms that are hooked up. I mean, I, we have it on the Wii U, but the Wii U is sitting up here in my office and doesn't really get used unless I sit down to play it. Um, so it's more like if you just want to have a copy of Mario Party that's easy to play or easy to get started with, then it's a no-brainer. But if you've already got some version of Mario Party, then I think that, I think it's really, uh, you know, it's just more of the same. Um, Wyvern Ripsnarl in chat says, game ready, one player gets ready, get ditched by the other three who don't high-five. I don't, I don't really know what you mean. Oh, oh, okay. You're talking about Super Mario Party Online. I haven't played, um, I haven't played Super Mario Party Online, uh, at all. Uh, I, I'll try and play it sometime 
this week. So just so I have some frame of reference to talk about it, but there's, there's not much, um, it's just mini games. And while the mini games are fun, I don't know that I really am interested in playing those online without the board game part of it. So Wyvern Ripsnarl says that it's not uh, a fun experience playing it online. All right, well, we'll, we will see. Uh, All I know is that that's not the reason I picked up Super Mario Party. I didn't, I was not really interested in playing it online. The reason I picked it up was to play here with my family. Um, that's, that's the, that's the reason that I was interested in playing it. So the fact that the, uh, that the online stuff isn't great, doesn't really matter to me. I mean, it sucks for the people that it does matter to, but for me, I'm just like, oh, well, I didn't really care about that part of it anyway. Uh, anyway, um, uh, thanks for sharing that, that, uh, link though, uh, Wyvern. I'll check it out later. Have you played Atari today? Next story for today is uh, all about Starlink. If you don't know what Starlink is, it's this game which is, um, well, they showed it a couple of years ago uh, at E3 where you had like your controller. Uh, here, here's my pro controller. You had like your controller and it had a like a clip that would clip a hold of your controller on top and then it had a little spaceship on that clip and then you could put parts on the spaceship uh and like as you're flying you could take like uh, the weapon on the side of your ship and you could take it off turn it around and have it point backwards and then it would turn around in the game and then you could shoot behind you which is really cool uh i think it's neat i'm not interested in it mostly because i don't want more plastic crap in my house but uh, Starlink is the game that got a lot more attention this year uh, at E3 because it was uh, announced that they would have Star Fox in it. Uh, so that's the reason it's been on so many people's minds recently. And I saw this story on Reset Era, uh, which is uh, a gaming forum website. And basically... Uh, somebody had found a picture of uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas, and they leaked that the physical version, this is the physical version, mind you, has a 6 gigabyte, uh, which, honestly, 6 gigabytes is not that big in the grand scheme of things, but it's got a 6 gigabyte um, day one update. So that means you're going to come home. Maybe, maybe you get it for Christmas. Or actually, I forget when the game comes out. But let's say that you get it for Christmas. You unwrap it. You go to play it. Nope. You got to download six gigs first. Now, most of the time, you know, with internet speeds being the way that they are, six gigs in the in the grand scheme of things really isn't that much. But when you look at the Switch, that only has um, 32 gigs of, of memory you know, coming default, unless you've got a, an SD card, then that's a pretty big chunk of your internal memory on the Nintendo switch. And I don't like that. I understand for a game that plays primarily online where they may have a lot of patches, 
but to to do these the same thing for a game that is primarily a single player game as far as i know um that's not cool a 6 gigabyte patch for starlink i don't like that one bit now just so you know the starter edition is actually $75 and that's because it comes with physical stuff i i'm not interested in physical stuff I don't want to have physical stuff, and I would just be really happy if they would sell this game for the regular price without uh, charging for plastic stuff that I don't want to use. But then again, I'm probably not the demographic. Um, Wyvern Ripsnarl says that Starlink is not only single player; there is a multiplayer. Mo- is it is it multiplayer online? Well, okay. The let me rephrase what I what I was saying earlier. I don't mind a big patch or a big download for a game that is played primarily online. A game like Diablo, a game like uh, Overwatch, a game like Fortnite. Those are the types of games where a large patch is acceptable. For a game that is primarily a single-player game, and that doesn't mean that it can't have a multiplayer mode, but for a game that is a primarily single-player experience... I feel like if you're going to go out and buy a physical copy of the cartridge, that cartridge should include everything that you need to play, and there should be no reason for me to even have an internet connection when I plug your game in. But that's just me. And I'm not the demographic for this game. This game is definitely not made for me, just like Skylanders is not made for me. It was made for kids. And people who like to collect things like that. Now, if you're watching the video, which you can do at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp or youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. If you're watching the video and you're looking behind me right now, you're probably thinking, this guy is such a hypocrite. He's got all this crap behind him, all this plastic stuff behind him. Uh, And here he is talking about he doesn't want more stuff in his house. Well, yeah, the stuff that I have behind me has sentimental value. Things like the Virtual Boy, the Power Glove, the Rob the Robot, a Game Boy, uh, the Donkey Kong portable uh, system that I had when I was a kid, the Donkey Kong 2 portable system that I had when I was a kid, like a couple of amiibo of characters that I like from when I was a kid. You know, most of that, most of the stuff on the shelf behind me is due to nostalgia. I've got no nostalgia for Starlink. And I, to be fair, I really don't have a lot of, of nostalgia for Star Fox either. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that are angrily typing away now because I'm not a huge Star Fox fan. I really enjoyed playing it on the Super Nintendo, but that was the only one that I played. I didn't play the one on the 64. I was not even a little interested in the one for the Wii U where you had a point to things in order to to shoot um i i don't really care about star fox i was slightly interested in the idea of a star fox racing game but starlink doesn't get my attention by having star fox in it that doesn't mean that it shouldn't happen that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be a game that's made because there's a lot of people out there that like games that I don't. And there's a lot of games that I like that other people don't. Not every game has to be for me. But I guess my point is that I will reiterate now is the fact that Starlink is a game 
that is primarily a single player game. Okay. It's primarily a single player game. Wyvern Ripsnarl just went and found information about Starlink and he tried to tell me and he must have included a URL and it deleted all of his messages and now I can't see what he said. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, question. Do I have to be online to play Starlink Battle for Atlas? Answer. An internet connection is only required for the day one download on Nintendo Switch. Also, future patches require an internet connection, but you can play offline. Right. So, okay, they mentioned it in their FAQs, but that's not really what my problem is. Just because they said, hey, you might have to have an internet connection to download something, that's not cool. This is a game that is primarily a single-player experience. I shouldn't have to connect to the internet because they couldn't be bothered to buy a game cartridge that could hold all of the information that needed to be on there. Because that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds to me like Ubisoft looked at this and said, well, and, and I don't know for a fact, but it seems like, um, like Ubisoft looked at the cost of a cartridge for a Nintendo Switch and they said, it costs too much for me to purchase that cartridge, so I'm going to buy a smaller one and make people download stuff, which puts the, which means that I have to then spend my money on an SD card. That being said, I have an SD card. I have plenty of room on it because I delete games that I don't play, and I can always re-download them later, um, but... I just, this feels, this feels kind of, it, it just doesn't feel right to me. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, Wyvern Ripsnarl also found another question from their FAQ. It said, can I play Star Star Starthink, Starlink Battle for Atlas co-op multiplayer? It says, yes, it features drop-in, drop-out, split-screen multiplayer co-op, which you can start playing right away. Each physical toy unlocks a digital copy when connected to the controller mount, you and a friend can play on the same starship, one physical, one digital, from the moment you buy a Starlink Battle for Atlas starter pack. Additional starships, additional starship pilots, weapons, and unlocks more creative ways to play together. Okay. Well, again, sure, that's cool, but it doesn't explain why they couldn't just spring for a bigger cartridge, especially when they're asking for $75. That's just me, though. Uh, feel free to write and tell me why I'm wrong. When it comes to space games, nobody compares to Atari. Excuse me, have you compared them to Intellivision? Intellivision? Sure, they've got great space games, like Intellivision Space Battle. I didn't know. All right, before we get out of here today, I want to show you real quick, there's an interesting article. Uh, it's called From Kong to Kirby, uh, Smash Brothers Masahiro Sakurai on mashing up 35 years of gaming history. This is in The Guardian. Uh, so they were interviewing uh, Mr. Sakurai, who's in charge of Smash Bros, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, um, which is coming out soon. Like that, that day is quickly approaching. I think it was December 3rd. That is coming out way faster than I expected. Uh, I'm not going to go over the article. I'm just going to leave it in the show notes so that you can check it out. It was a very interesting read. Um, he talks about how he is trying to bring the casual fans into the game while still making a game that the hardcore fans can like. And that's got to be like making a game that can appeal to both of those segments can be really, really a difficult balance to find. 
Um, Wyvern Ripsnarl is asking me what what is the biggest Nintendo Switch cartridge to date, and what are the different sizes? That I can't answer for you uh, without stopping to look it up. Uh, but I do know that Diablo, which is uh, coming out soon, uh, I think that that was... Damn it, I can't remember. I'm going to look it up right now. Diablo 3 Switch file size. Here we go. Uh, Diablo is 13.3 gigabytes. Okay. And they went for a cartridge size that will hold all of it. So, like, they don't... They specifically said that when you buy Diablo, excluding future patches, you don't have to do anything... There's nothing to install. You just plug in the cartridge, and excuse me, plug in the cartridge, and you're all set. And that's the way I think developers should do it. And I think that some developers are just being uh, greedy, cheap jerks by buying smaller cartridges, having the like a, a portion of the game on it, and then forcing us to download more of it later. Now that being said, that's not what we're talking about. Now we've moved on to talk about Sakurai. Um, I really enjoyed reading this article. You should definitely check it out. And, uh, you know, Nintendo's trying to build up hype for Smash Brothers. I don't think they need to. I think this game is going to fly off the shelves. I think this is going to, going to end up being Game of the Year. Uh, because it is going to... It's, it's going to be huge. This is going to be the game this year. And it's coming out in December. And I think that... Uh, I think Nintendo's got a hit on their hands, and I think Sakurai, man, that guy works hard. Read the article. It's very, very interesting. Hey, who's telling this story? Well, everybody, that's it for today's episode of Switchcraft. Uh, music. Today's music was uh, by Tom Winter, and it was the his acoustic version of the DuckTales The Moon theme, which is one of my favorite songs in all of video games, so make sure you check out his stuff. You can find links to his work over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, if you want to watch live and uh, be here for the live show, then you can head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. If you can't show up for the live show because you're busy, you can watch it after the fact at YouTube. Um, if you're looking for ways to support the show, there's lots of ways. You can find a lot of them over at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, big thanks to everyone for coming and hanging out with me today. I'm out of here, and I will see you guys on Tuesday. And uh, wish me luck, because I got my interview with uh, Brian Ibbett on Monday. All right, I'm out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs>